Welcome to the Counselors of Real Estate Thought Leaders podcast series. In these episodes, you'll hear candid and compelling perspectives from subject matter efforts, experts who not only uh, represent diverse and novel thinking, but often question the prevailing thinking. I'm Merrily Utter, CRE, 2022 Global Chair of the Counselors of Real Estate and President of City Venture Associates in Denver, Colorado. The counselors of real estate are accomplished leaders, trusted advisors, finding solutions to complex real estate challenges, experienced, innovative, and credentialed problem solvers. The counselors um, practice in over 21 countries around the world, offer expertise in more than 60 real estate disciplines of all types and classes. Each person in the organization has earned the credential uh, for the CRE. Our guest for this episode is Jackie Bune, CRE, principal of AR Spruce in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Jackie was the team leader for the counselor's recent consulting core assignment in Spokane, Washington. The consulting core is a public service initiative that provides real estate analysis and action plans to municipalities, not-for-profit organizations, government entities, educational institutions, and other owners of real property. Jackie will take us behind the scenes on why the Spokane Association of Realtors called on the Consulting Corps and share the assignment and recommendations that her fellow team of counselors made. Welcome, Jackie. Hey, Marilee. Thanks for uh, inviting me to do this. Good to see you. Tell us, tell us what went on there. What was the problem and, and how did you guys address it? Uh, well, uh, first of all, we addressed it by selecting an amazing team. There were five of us, uh, myself, Paige Mueller from uh, California, Sharon Madison from Detroit, uh, Stan Sidor from uh, the Seattle area, and Owen Bates from uh, Florida. Uh, and... Uh, it was, so it was a very diverse team from all over the US with different uh, uh, skill sets. And the challenge that Spokane uh, is facing is a shortage of housing. There aren't units to sell. Uh, there's a lot more demand. And um, so the local uh, uh, Spokane Association of Realtors asked us in to see if we could help with the problem. Um, we uh, began to analyze what was going on. And the first point I would like to make is that while it's perceived as a problem, uh, it's basically an issue that Spokane has become very attractive. So they're a big success as a city and a region and they're attracting people. Now, there's a whole lot of uh, uh, cities and regions that would love to have that problem. And it is a problem, but um, uh, I do wanna make sure that that point uh, is heard. Um, there, uh, so they've got a lot of people moving in and that's because it's beautiful. Uh, the uh, pricing level used to be inexpensive. It's kind of uh, remote from big cities and with uh, distance uh, working, uh, people can live there. Uh, and there were not a lot of uh, housing uh, being built since probably since mostly since the crash of uh, say 08 and uh, where there wasn't housing being built very much throughout the nation. So there, uh, 
situation wasn't unique. Uh, housing was not being built everywhere. It was a little unique in that they're very attractive, so good for them. Um, and then they had some special issues. Uh, Washington State uh, is uh, uh, predominant is dominated by uh, the liberal uh, politics of the Seattle area, which actually Spokane doesn't necessarily share. It's in a very different climate area uh, and uh, next to Idaho. But uh, Washington State uh, has a growth management act that's quite strict in Spokane. Uh, has to abide by that. The state also has a number of regulations. Some are more recent and hopefully can be changed, but it's uh, essentially impossible to build condos in the state because of uh, new insurance requirements that are really onerous. Um, so that's the uh, that's the uh, main uh, gist of the problem. They're also beginning to see a few homeless uh, people in Spokane, absolutely unlike what, say, Los Angeles faces, but enough to scare people. Um, so they're worried and they uh, asked for help. So, Jackie, how big is Spokane? It's how many people? Oh, dear. I think it's about 225 or 230,000. Does that sound right? Uh, that range, and it is the second biggest city in the state. Yeah, and so they're, they're seeing the same urban problems that we're seeing across the country and certainly on housing. What did yeah. you guys come up with? What did you recommend? Well, uh, <clears throat> the first thing we wanted to do was remind them that this is a compliment. You know, everybody loves you, so this is a good thing. Um, and also to point out that, you know, when you're in the trenches of uh, uh, trying to make change and make things better, it seems like there's lots of fights going on. But basically, there's a lot of agreement in Spokane. They, they do want more housing. They're just trying to figure out how to get it there. So uh, that's also a strong point uh, that we wanted to recommend. Um, I think uh, they were expecting us to tell them to uh, find a way to lift the Growth Management Act and build wherever they wanted to in uh, uh, undeveloped areas. That is not what we told them. Um, but uh, we had uh, some main points that we wanted to go through. Um, Spokane's a city of very small, typically small single family houses on lots, and their lots are often good size. So uh, the one of the uh, clear points is that they could use the ability to build on smaller lots and to build smaller houses. And this is precluded by their zoning code. Now, that's not rocket science. We're not the first ones to point that out. Uh, but we, we did want to underline it. And uh, the real issue in Spokane is not understanding that they need different zoning, but, under, uh, but finding a way to make the mechanism work. And, it's, um, and that's what's preventing uh, them from building housing. Uh, change in the zoning code is uh, controlled by the planning department as opposed to the planning commission. There have been study after study written, pointing out the things that need to change. We uh, agree with all of them. Um, it's, uh, and the, 
department is when we were there was understaffed and did not have a director. So, uh, and there's a lot of steps they got to go through to make these changes. So they may be able to do something on an emergency basis, but they really need to focus on the ability to make those changes. Um, we also wanted to underline the fact that we're not building housing, we're building neighborhoods and communities. You know, that, you don't live in a house as much as you live in a neighborhood. That's really important. And how you uh, live in your neighborhood and how you're able to do that is something we wanted to stress. Uh, the things I think we added were lots and lots of examples of uh, neighborhoods that some of which they might find attractive that uh, did include uh, denser housing, smaller lots. They can still be single family. They can be row houses. They can be cottage. They can be tiny houses. We, we tried to provide uh, options and tools and ideas so that people in Spokane could make some progress on that front. There is, there's lots of land in Spokane, uh, no matter how you slice it. There's empty lots downtown. Uh, you know, if you look at uh, land in total, because it's a city of large lots with small houses, um, there's land everywhere. If you want to get denser, there's also areas that haven't been developed at all. So there's a lot of opportunity within the city limits. I don't, we didn't see a need to go outside, but there are uh, structural civic problems in, in making the changes. Um, other things uh, we wanted to do was, again, make sure to offer uh, rationale for um, uh, having denser housing. It, 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 lets, it lets you keep communities together. Like there are a lot of people, you know, my age who have grown kids. Those kids can't live in the same neighborhood as their parents because they can't afford it. Uh, and so there's, uh, there's reasons to have a variety in every neighborhood. So we're trying to provide options. Um, stress the, the uh, civic process that they want to keep the uh, neighborhoods involved, but they need to make it a little smoother at the city end um, and uh, have some re regional focus as well so that housing gets placed near where jobs are and where it's needed. So that's the guts of it. That's that's impressive. And it's great that the answer wasn't relying on outside sources. It was things they could do themselves if they concentrated and focused on first things first and just better use the land that they have within the growth boundary. Wow, thanks so much, Jackie. You know, the National Association of Realtors has named Spokane among the top 10 post-COVID growth markets in the country. Those kinds of recommendations are gonna be so important to them as they continue to enjoy this growth, as you pointed out in the beginning. For more information on the consulting core, please visit www.cre.org. And join us next time for another episode of the Thought Leaders Podcast. I'm Marilee Utter. On behalf of the Counselors of Real Estate, thanks for joining us today.